You are so excited. You started a new business and you can't wait to tell your friends. But once you do, you notice that you don't get the kind of support that you were expecting, which leaves you feeling totally dejected and surprised. Why does this happen? Why don't we sometimes get the rallying that we expect from the women in our circle? Today, I have Jessica Hurley on the podcast. She's the host of her own podcast, The Stranded Face, and I first heard her address this topic when I was binging a few of her episodes a couple months back, and I thought, okay, I have to have her on so we can impact this for our audiences together. So if you listen closely, you'll hear us outline four reasons why your friends may not be as supportive as you expect when you begin a new business, and then we walk you through the two options that you have once you realize that this is the case. So tune in, grab a pen and paper, and then start to unpack ways that you can move forward with or without your friends as you start your new journey as an entrepreneur. You're tuned in to Give It A Rest, the podcast where we're giving tough love truths for the sisterhood. I'm your host, Danielle Byer-Jackson, certified friendship expert and author of the book, Give It a Rest, The Case for Tough Love Friendships. And when it comes to misunderstandings and complications within our female friendships, I am here to help you through it. Jessica, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, girl. I'm so excited for this. Like this is a conversation that needs to be had. And I think it is the number one topic that women aren't willing to discuss because it's vulnerable. It's hard. It feels um, mean and it, it's too close to home. It's too real for all of us. So I'm so glad you made the choice to really like bring some of this stuff forward. So can you tell me one of the themes you've noticed with women writing to you about their friendships, entrepreneurship, and how there's kind of like an awkward transition for them? What have you noticed? Yeah, absolutely. So um, there's definitely a trend and a common theme in a lot of the questions I get. And um, I've been doing this for quite a while, but I would say about two and a half years, uh, I've been really focused primarily on serving women and creating spaces to have these open conversations. And one of the, con- one of the questions I get in my DMs and at these events a lot from women Or when I'm talking to a woman about opening or starting her new business, whether it be a physical product or a service, it's always either on the back end, I've created something, I'm sharing myself on social media now, I've made some type of big leap, some some huge leap into entrepreneurship, whether it's even just sharing my story or selling a product. And I don't understand for the life of me, somebody that was just my best friend, now they don't support me. They don't share my content. They don't buy my products. I'm so lost. it's so natural for us to think that our friends have supported us all along. They've supported us our whole lives. So of course, if I jump into some financial venture or something to put myself out in the world that they're, they're going to support me just like they would as a friend, but that is simply not true. And there are a thousand reasons, thousand reasons why, but the common theme is that we get so upset, so hurt, and we literally victimize ourselves when other women don't support us, especially the ones that we've been holding on to, friends for 10 years or really close, we just expect their natural support when we do something that we've never done before. You've fallen in love with a new passion project or you really want to pursue something new and it's going to require your you know, mental, intellectual energy. And you find that your friendship circle does not feel supportive. And then you're in a space where you have to figure out why. You know, as a coach, sometimes 
something that I'll notice from women, a problem will be something new happens in life just in general. And we are confused by the fact that our friends don't come along for the ride, whether it's dating somebody new or making a new move or whatever the new interest is. It's like a, it's a fork in the road. What happens yeah. now? But today we're specifically talking about when entrepreneurship becomes that fork in the road and you've got to figure out why your friends aren't coming on the journey. You get several of these messages and you told them that there are a myriad of reasons why they could be getting a lack of support. And what's interesting is in your podcast episode, you mentioned that women tend to default to, she's hating on me. She's yep. hating on me. I can't believe these were my girls, my sisters, and now they're hating on me. So can you unpack that? Because it tends to be the common thing that we reach for is if I don't get support or understanding, they must be against me. How true is that to you? Oh my God. So I'm going to go far left on this and I apologize for anyone listening because I'm not saying that not all of your friends are hating on you. I absolutely agree that there are a select few people. There's probably, so let's, let's, let's dial this in. You're listening to this and you have one person in mind, maybe two. You have, you're listening to this and you go, I know that girl. I know her. Like she's the one that when I knew when I posted this on Instagram or I put my new website up that I paid $1,500 for to sell my new service or product that she would tell the world. And she acted like she didn't even see it. I don't understand. So I want you to take that girl, put her in mind, and then I want to tell you this, and this is a really hard pill to swallow, opinionated or not, you are bonkers for thinking that you should have their undivided attention and support. My suggestion is that you need to consider giving them some grace. I'm not saying that you don't have haters, but I'm saying the majority of your friends deserve some grace. They can't support what they don't understand. And even if you're saying like, well, I've told her about this for five weeks. She knows how big of a deal this is to me. They cannot support what they don't understand. And that equals, they're not going to have the same excitement that you have for you. The risks and the choices that you're choosing to make in this business are 100% yours. And you've heard the quote over and over again, and it stands to be true. The higher you go, the lonelier this journey will get. People will not support what they don't understand. They will not like jump on board with you if they aren't like, if they're not doing what you're doing, it's impossible. It's almost bonkers for us to victimize ourselves and say like, oh, woe is me. I created something awesome and my friend doesn't support me. Your friend has a landslide of things to deal with her significant other, her relationship, her job, her career. And if on the smallest scale, there was hate, or you thought there was hate, or even I'll get stories all the time where a woman will say, well, I sent her the link and I verbally asked her to please share it. And she did not share it. So let's open that bag up. That's still not hate. That might be something for you to consider that there might be a level of insecurity there that is very hard for your friend to deal with, which deserves some grace, not for you to be upset. So I'll give you a very simple example. When I was in high school, Middle school, high school, I grew up with my, uh, my cousin lived right across the street from me. We were best friends, all middle school, all high school, everything. She got pregnant at 16 years old, had to drop out of high school, went to vocational school. I continued on with high school. We were still neighbors, still best friends, everything. I had a graduation party and I invited her and she did not come to my graduation and she did not come to my graduation party. And I, we never got to talk about why. Five years later, we're on the phone one day and I said, you know, why did you not come to my, like, graduation because we ended up not talking for months after that best friend never talked for months and she was like 
I honestly, I, I couldn't do it. I was so upset with myself that I didn't finish high school and it hurt my feelings so bad to participate in what you accomplished that I just couldn't bring myself to do it. It wasn't personal. I hope you didn't take it personally. And I'm sorry, I wish I would have been a bigger person, but it hurt me and it made me upset to go because I wish I would have done what you did. So the only thing that's the closest to hate for most of your friends is gonna be like, wow, look at the, look at the courage she has. Look at what she's doing. I, I wish I would have had the, the guts to do the thing that I thought about two years ago. I wish I wouldn't have had a baby so soon. So maybe I could have showed up. Like how many times do we hear that from mothers? So it's like, even if that were the case and maybe they're not sharing your thing because there might be some insecurities around the accomplishments that you're about to have. So what? It's not, hey, give them some grace and say, okay, maybe she's not in the place right now where she can completely support me because she wishes she would have done something like this for herself. That's perfectly fine. You are going to have a slew of supporters and I hate to break it to you, but it's not going to be your best friends. That's good. That's really good. And you know what? Cause I, you know, we always say it's about tough love truth here. The tough love truth is something that, you know, listeners you've heard before, which is it's not about you. It's not about you. Sometimes in our relationship, if you know our, our partner is upset, sometimes at work, the woman down the hall, we just think has a constant attitude with us and we can't figure it out. Sometimes it's not about you. So I love you know, what you're saying about, um, first of all, I love that you're repeating the word grace because that is the concept here um, and, and showing some compassion that maybe you don't understand why she doesn't understand and that's okay. Letting her work through whatever it is, do her process, um, but not necessarily making it synonymous anonymous with, well, then she must not support me. It could be other things that have nothing to do with you. So I, I so love uh, that you present that point. I think another point too of um, why we might experience distance or um, you know confusion from a friend when we launch a new venture might be sometimes they think they're protecting us. So when they do say something that, let's say it is outright uh, discouraging and we're like, why would she try to throw me off track? Maybe from her perspective, she is trying to protect you, whether she thinks it's too ambitious or the idea won't be successful is not necessarily related to her lack of belief in you, but maybe she really thinks from a genuine altruistic place, I'm protecting my girl by letting her know this is not realistic. And can we blame her for not seeing our vision? Oh my gosh, this is, this is what we do with our kids every day, right? We have to hold yeah. our tongue. We have to hold our tongue every day when our four-year-old is like, mommy, I'm gonna be an astronaut and a doctor. I'm gonna make a million dollars. And you're like, yes, you are. When everything <laughs> in your soul is like, good flipping luck, child. Like, <laughs> so we have to like give off this facade, like, yes, you can do it. <laughs> but it's so hard for us to do that for our friends. And if you're on the receiving end of that, I want you to think about the times that you've been on the giving end of that. And someone has said like, well, I want to create this t-shirt business and I bet I could sell hundreds. And then you're the person that comes in and puts the chopping block down and says like, well, I actually don't know if anybody would buy that shirt because it already exists over here or it's this or it's, it's that. It's, it's a really unfortunate reality check. And sometimes that is how we feel like we're protecting ourselves or protecting our, or protecting our friend. But sometimes it's also someone's way of protecting themselves. So right. kind of back to that insecurity unfortunately. And I will say this from the side of entrepreneurship and, and other entrepreneurial friends is like, I think Will Smith said it best is like re, real, being realistic is a dream killer. 
it is the killer of all dreams. Mm. And so I have not gotten anywhere being realistic and real, like there's a difference between what is black and white and being realistic. And for the most part, when people tell you to be realistic or they give you something that they think is something they don't have experience in it. It's just them right. projecting their fears on you. Right. So again, Absolutely. it just requires grace and yeah. know that you've done it before. You've done it to your own kids. We do yeah. it all the time. Like, oh, well, okay, that's great. But how are you going to do that? We've been asked our whole lives. Okay, great for your dreams. But how are you going to do that? Like, that's really just someone, that's us projecting our fears based on our experience. Your friend may be projecting her fears on you because she's tried something or maybe she hasn't tried something and she's just projecting her fears onto you of, well, what if it doesn't work? Now I've got to be on the receiving end of you trying something and it not working. So maybe I can better protect you by telling you up front. Absolutely. Thanks Absolutely. And I, and I love that we're running through these various possibilities of what it could be because for women who are listening and they've started something new and they haven't received uh, that rah-rah, that cheerleader support that they expected, I love that we're kind of walking you through the different possibilities so you can entertain because you best know your specific situation right now, your friends and your past together, your history, which one fits, you know? And I love that we're coming back to the theme of whatever it is, extending grace. Um, another one I, I, I think is, is possible, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, is that of sometimes it impacts the friendship itself and we're not comfortable with that so maybe i support that you want to be a motivational speaker you just announce that that's what you want to do and i'm like okay cool but once you start pursuing that and i start to feel the impact of your absence and now i have to share your focus because before we were just talking about you know the new season of insecure came back and i want to talk about all the little details but you have to get off the call early because you want to go do this business stuff and you want to look up the stuff. So there might be maybe not necessarily a, a jealousy, but a lack of support because I, as your friend and being impacted by your decision to pursue something new and that for anybody can be kind of jilting. What am I supposed to do now? If our friendship looks like we go out on Fridays and Saturday nights and suddenly we can't, then that's going to be a problem just by definition. So what are some of your thoughts there? Have you experienced that? Have you seen that? Oh my God. So this is so good. So I'll give you a real life example first and foremost, because there's a couple things you're going to have to tell yourself along this journey. And I can promise you 99% of you, if you plan on running a legitimate business, this will happen. It will absolutely happen. And there will be people that are very understanding of it. And there will be people that are very used to your full on attention based on other things that don't involve your business and they will not be comfortable with this. And so this year I was told by a friend that uh, just abruptly that I had become very self-centered and that she, it seemed as if I know I no longer had any space for her nor time for her. And she didn't even know where to fit herself in our friendships anymore. Few days of it pondered on it. You know what? Um, she was absolutely right. Mm. She was, absolutely right. And it wasn't like every time she was like, Hey, let's do something. I was like, no, 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 no. But our relationship was no longer what it used to be. The things that we used to do, I was not available for the two hour conversations about her relationships or this, that, and the third, I no longer have time for. And so I have made some decisions and as bad as I wanted to fight back, Oh my God, I wanted to like protect myself and say, no, that's not true. I gave it some time. And I said, it's absolutely true because do you know what is required of you to be a business owner? You have to become self-centered. 
you have to become self-centered. So you have to understand, and I'm not saying that every single one of us will, but when I went into this business, my fiance, who's been an entrepreneur for 11 years, sat me down and said, if you're going to make this decision, I want you, the people pleaser, Jessica, that I know to make a decision and decide that you're going to have a full year of being selfish because that's what it's going to require for you to be successful in business. And this is not the selfish that you're thinking of, like so focused on me, nails done, hair done, buying everything I want, get out of my way. No, this is a selfish, like you have to grow mentally. You have to grow financially. You have to be so laser focused on your business that celebrations, happy hours, and birthdays are not a thing right now. Like I heard it best said with a, someone I interviewed on my podcast recently, you guys are hollering about the quarantine. I, I self-quarantined before this when I was building my business. It is almost required. So you will become a little selfish and a little self-centered in order for this to grow. That's why everyone doesn't have a business. There's only a select few people that do because it requires a different, different level of your attention. And just in order for you to even retain it, you have to become a different person. So self-centered, yes, you're going to become a little self-centered and a little selfish. So that's one thing to consider. I would say two is if you have people that are now questioning the time that you're investing in their relationship, there's two ways to look at it. How did you guys originally bond? What was the connection originally made off of? You know, there's some conversations I've had to have with myself and really acknowledge the fact like, is this relationship worth fixing? Or is this a relationship that was soon to expire anyway? Because this was developed eight years ago when I loved going out. I was fresh out of college. I was on the dating scene. I was drinking quite a bit, you know, and now I'm getting married, have a child, own a business, like, in an entrepreneurial circle, run several masterminds. Like that's a question I have to ask myself. Like, even if I were to fix this temporary issue, is it worth it? Because our bond was created off of something else. And for some of us, our bonds were created off of commonality, like unhealthy commonalities, like saying, Oh, we both hate this coworker or we both hate this girl together. Or we both hate, you know, love talking junk about every TV show on television or every girl on Instagram, whatever you guys have bonded off of, you have to question that and understand worth, if it's worth taking your time aside to continue to invest in that relationship now that you're an entrepreneur or a business owner. So looking Absolutely. at the bond is one, this one piece. And then I would say the second piece is you do have to make sacrifices and you do have to meet these people in the middle because I'm saying all these things. And I know there's people listening like, oh my God, I, I could never do this. So there are friends that you're going to want to keep forever. I have so many friends that are not business owners that I still am friends with, but you have to find ways to meet them in the middle and you have to be willing to make sacrifices. And so do they. I remember having a very honest conversation with one of my friends about a year ago. And she was just like, same thing. You don't have time for me anymore. But the, the conversation had to go two ways. I said, I don't do the things we used to do anymore. Whether I was a business owner or not, I'm not going out anymore. I'm not drinking anymore. Like, and you still do that stuff. You're still in the dating scene and that's fine. And I'm a mother and a business owner. So we have to find somewhere to meet in the middle. So what are some of the common things we both like to do? We both like to go to dinner and we like to have a drink and hang out and talk for two hours. Okay. We both like to do that. So when can we meet in the middle and do that? When can our schedules appropriate for that? So it's like finding those commonalities because come 30, Look at, look at you and the people you surround yourself with and think about how you are all in such different places. That doesn't make any of us wrong or right, but we are in such different paths and times in our lives. So if it's somebody that you want to stay friends with and the value is there and you guys have such a, such a connection that you know that can remain, 
you just have to find a sacrifice somewhere where you can meet in the middle, ideally. Yeah. That's really good. And, and we're doing two things for those ladies listening here. The first is we're outlining all the possible factors for why you could be experiencing resistance with your friends. And then we're addressing all your options and how you can handle it once it happens. Because I think for most of us, it's so uh, jarring because it throws us off and we weren't prepared uh, for that kind of resistance and lack of support. We weren't prepared. We're not prepared to assess our friendships. We're not prepared to reprioritize friendships. We just want things to be like they always are so we can kiki all day with our girl and not have to really think about, well, hold on a second. Can I bring this into my next season of life? Because that's uncomfortable. That's uncomfortable having to, you know, quote unquote, make cuts. And let me, you know, pause there to say, because I know we talked a little bit about this. We're talking about cutting people off. I will say that, you know, you always know your specific situation better than any outsider. So if it's something where it's, it really has grown toxic and there's been a pattern of this person not wanting the best for you or sabotage or, or anything like that, sure. Okay. The cutoff is just like not even a conversation, but I always stress having a conversation first. If you find that you are pursuing a new venture and just by nature, it's, it's taking up more of your time. So you have less time available. That's okay. But I always stress, communicate it to your friend. Hey, I love you. I want you to be here after I grind for a little bit. I just have to really put my, my head down and get this done. If you do that, it gives her an opportunity to, to understand, to prepare, to you know express how she feels instead of having to interpret the silence, having to interpret the distance for herself and just kind of preparing more and more room for misunderstanding to grow. So if you know an entrepreneurial you know venture you're about to pursue is going to pull you away and some things are about to change, communicate that to let her know, oh, I still value your friendship very much, but here's what's about to happen. And, I, and I'd love for you to stick around. I still love you. Um, I'll also suggest too for those getting into some Something new to still reserve a little time for your girls. It is very hard if you go 100% business and you're not making any phone calls, no texts back, no Zoom calls, no nothing, and then want them to be there when you're done. So there's a proper way to do it because you don't want people to feel expendable or that you abandon them. But that's where, like anything else, it comes back down to you know communicate with them. If you do start to see some resistance that's of the unhealthy variety, I think that warrants a conversation too. But hey, maybe this venture helped you to expose um, that some relationships are not meant to be everlasting and that it's, it's time to move forward. Uh, in fact, research tells us that we replace half of our friends every seven years. So if you're doing the math, I want you to think back to you know, 2013. And I want you to think about the, the four girls who were your ride or die. It's likely, it's likely that two of them are like a vapor. They don't exist anymore. It doesn't necessarily mean it was bad blood, but just the nature of, of momentum in your life, the nature of life decisions, moves, relationships, careers, new interests, pulling you apart, and that's okay. And although it's, it's sad, um, it might be that this is one of those times when you start your business that you can't reach your hand out and bring everybody with you and that's okay. But I do stress, you know, Jessica's great point of having grace for them, showing them some understanding. If they can't show you understanding, it's okay. And then uh, exercising some wisdom and determining well, how do I manage this? Do I bring them? Do I communicate that I can't bring them? But finding a way to balance both 
doing some healthy assessment of, of if you can bring them along, but ultimately showing some maturity and assessing, you know, why they're quote unquote hating on you or not showing support and trying to kind of um, give them an out, give them um, some other option than hateration. It, it might not be that. So, um, so I love all your points. And I also, you know, appreciate you sharing some personal experiences so we can see that this is not you saying, hey, here are the messages I got. So I made this episode. It's more like, hey, here are messages I got that echoed things I've experienced myself, which show we're all in this together. So I, I really appreciate that. Are there any other final thoughts that you have on, on just this theme of the quote unquote stranded phase that, that transitional phase of pursuing entrepreneurship and having friends who don't support it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I want to leave you guys with two things. Uh, every new level, there's a new devil. And so it's, mm. it's very important to understand that everybody can't go with you. So I kind of always, this is hard, but I kind of always look at it as if I'm, I'm pending losing a, a relationship, you know, ideally it's probably more toxic than it should be. If I'm losing a relationship or these things are coming to my attention, it's probably because I'm headed to a new level. You can't take everybody with you. And so that's one thing. And then the other, I would absolutely say, and this is the best advice I ever got. I think I've already said it once. Your friends will not make you rich. Your friends will not make you rich. And I want you to think of this from a business owner perspective before you think of this as a friend, as a good friend. So you think of a product or service that you create and you think of it as something that your friends might buy once, but as a business owner, your job, depending on your service or product, but very likely you're supposed to, your job is to create lifetime service. Your job is to create an ideal customer experience and have the person coming back or staying for a very long time or retaining your service or buying your product over and over again. You want to create likability. You want to create loyalty. You want to create a brand with a soul. Your friends are not people that are going to keep coming to you over and over and over again, because the people that are going to buy from you and stay with you for a long time are going to people that be people that are either in love with your product or service, feel like they got this insane customer experience, or you, they like, know, and trust you. And I hate to break it to you, but 99% of your friends put you in a box a long time ago, and they can't take you seriously as a business owner that provides a product or service that they could utilize for a lifetime when they can call you on the phone and get the same service or possible product from you because they've stayed the night at your house 19 times. Why would they buy something from you for nine years straight when I could get a stranger to like, I remember when I did my first event and I had someone ask me, they were like, they looked at the guest list and they were like, well, did you try to, did you market this to everyone? And I said, yeah. And they said, well, what about your friends? And I was like, what about my friends? And they said, where are your friends? And I said, I don't need my friends here. I'm selling something that at the end of this event and I'm, 100% certain that none, if only one of my friends would buy it. And you don't want to build a business based off a pity party. So you're mm. going to build a business based off your friends going like, Oh, I felt bad. And I wanted to support your business. That won't last forever. That's not a sustainable business. So you want to create something that you can create lifetime loyalty, long-term customer service. Listen, if, if I had representatives right now in my business calling my friends, they'd be like, what? Get just go on the phone. Like, you know, they wouldn't even take it seriously because they know they can pick up and dial my personal cell phone. So your, your friends are not going to make you rich because they're not your ideal clients. So you have to look at it that way when you're creating a business venture and then understand it from that point that they don't support what they under, don't understand because they're not your ideal clients. That's good. 
That's good. That's a good entrepreneurial uh, piece of wisdom right there when you're trying to determine like who to sell to and who to keep and who to focus on. So that's just a good little general business nugget for those ladies who are listening and trying to break into something new. Definitely take that with you. Well, I appreciate you so much. And like I said, I I appreciated that particular episode of the podcast so much. And it made me want to binge all the other episodes (laughs) of the Stranded Face podcast. So I just thank you so much. And, And I know that this is a topic I've kind of received is that that intersection of business and friendship because there's so much stuff in there there's so much mess in there but it's so specific it's like who do I even talk to about this so I hope that for those of you listening this episode was that for you I hope that you feel a little less alone a little less isolated in this kind of conundrum that you find yourself in right now, and a little encouraged um, and equipped to make the next steps, both in your business and your friendship. So that's the goal of today's episode. And I'm so glad you tuned in. Jessica, can you tell our listeners where they can find a little more from you? Absolutely. So I'm most on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Jessica. Hurley, H-U-R-L-E-Y underscore. Uh, You can find more information about our podcast management services at www.instapodcasts with an S, instapodcasts.com. People mess that up all the time. Instapodcasts.com. And uh, I think that's, oh, and you can check me out on iTunes for uh, the Stranded Phase podcast. We are out every Tuesday and Friday. So there's tons of content. Go check it out. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you. If you found today's episode helpful, or if you're like, girl, I feel personally attacked, either way, come and tell me about it over at the Give It A Rest podcast after party. It's a group on Facebook where we're sharing our experiences, our reflections on the episode, and then updating each other whenever we go and put the strategies into practice with our real live friends. So I'll be over there rooting for you, and I'll also be giving you your weekly friendship tips over at Give It A Rest Movement on Instagram. So until the next episode, go out there and create, nurture, and fight for your female friendships because we need each other. See you soon.